Hello and welcome to Idol Rumble, the official K-pop podcast of LobbyRumble.com, where we discuss weekly topics around all things K-pop. My name is Rob and I'm one of your hosts and I'm joined by my co-host Ron. And since it's our very first episode, how about you tell the audience a little bit about your history with K-pop? Yeah, what's up? Alright, so, I, man, it, it's a long history, I'll tell you about that. But uh, to sum it up, I, I think I started listening to K-pop in like, I want to say like the eighth grade, but I didn't really get into it until like uh, my probably like my senior year in high school because that's when I just started to like listen to actual like idol music. Um, in eighth grade, I just was listening to like Boa and and Rain and Epic High. But then, um, I think my senior year of high school, that's when I started delving deeper into K-pop and started listening to um more idol groups. So around that time, not not to kind of like. Uh, age myself but like <laughs> wonder girls was popping big bang was popping girls generation was popping um and, and like uh yeah yeah that's how it kind of all started and you know um with youtube you they keep recommending me stuff so then <laughs> i just just took a deep deep dive uh because of that and then um so now i'm i'm a huge like twice stan and anything pretty much from jyp uh entertainment company i just consume and and yeah that's i'm i'm here now listening to everything k-pop and pretty much like yeah and like pretty much like a a majority of my music um is k-pop like i I listen to like western music too but um mostly k-pop i would have to say what about you bro uh me uh i think we probably got in around at the same time but um sort of the uh sort of the what's the word where it's sort of the catalyst to get get me into k-pop like i started Mm. uh we had this local channel that like um Mm. in the daytime i'll I'll say right now like uh uh cmc was the channel oh yeah i know what you're talking about yeah (laughs) we're like on the weekends like i was like uh, what's happening? Because it was like a public channel, so it had like the randomest things. But on the weekends, they'd show like um, Japanese like music shows mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. just yep. random shows. Yeah. And then this music show came on, uh, Hey 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 Music Champ. Yep. And then like the first <laughs> act I saw, I was like, who are the? There's just like a bunch of girls just running around, and they're like cute and everything. So like, I ended up like, <laughs> like sort of transitioning through like. Uh, the group was called Morning Misumi, by the way, but mm-hmm. I got into to like um like their project groups and like we were, we were talking about this before, but um like there's like Hello yeah. Project and all of that stuff, yeah. but yeah, I eventually found like M Flow and like all of M Flow stuff. So I was pretty much listening uh-huh. to like uh, anything that I liked in like American music, but in Japanese, mm-hmm. like around the same time that you were talking about, like in high school, yeah. sort of like uh the like Wonder Girls and uh snsd sort of trickled over and sigh too Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. that was like sort of the first pop of um like k-pop that that like jumped into my life i was like oh this is Mm -hmm. cool like like oh all these girls and then eventually like it's i sort of fell off like when i got into college i I was just just listening Mm -hmm. like um like hip-hop r&b and electric music like in college Mm -hmm. but a lot of the second generation stuff sort of went over my head but i forgot how i got back but i think that just at one time because youtube started becoming more mainstream because like 
back when we were growing up is like the randomest stuff would be on YouTube. Yeah. But I, I think for some reason, like A Pink popped back into my feed because I remember listening to A Pink before, but I became like a big A Pink stand. Like that's all I would listen to. Go on like road trips to down to LA for like conventions. Mm-hmm. All I had on my playlist were were A Pink. For some reason, like on the recommended section, uh, WJSN came on with Secret, and I was like, "Oh, what's this?" And that just like oh, opened up, that. opened me up to being like a multi stand. That's where I'm at right now. So mm-hmm. sort of okay. a detriment because my collection's a little bit too big now, but I mm-hmm. think I need to thin that's it out. Fine. But that's where I'm at. But with that yeah. out of the way. Um, every week we like to check in with each other just to see how our weeks are because we mm-hmm. don't keep in contact all week. So, how was your week so far? Um, it was good. It was good. Um, this week, um, so or I guess like this this previous past week, um, I had a friend from um from out of town visit, so we were just hanging out, um, touring them around, um, kind of the Bay Area, um, just basically just doing a whole bunch of food stops <laughs> that's what pretty much happens Usual. like anytime someone yeah so anytime someone visits from out of town they just want to hit up food places <laughs> and so that's what that's what we did that's what we did and then um i also was playing this um really really in really intense game <laughs> it doesn't look intense but it is mm-hmm. it's called tunic uh, i'm not sure if you heard of it it's it's, it's an indie game um, but it's it's making its rounds. It just came out like I'm gonna say a few weeks ago. Um, I think you can play it on PC and, and console. So, uh, but I'm playing it on on console. Um, and it looks super cute. Like the the main character is a fox, and you know it's a. Um, it's kind of like, um, uh, like the 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 design aesthetic is very like. Zelda: Link's Awakening, mm-hmm. the the remake. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That came out on Switch like a maybe a year or two ago. Yeah, the Link's Awakening. More. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like that. Um and I was totally expecting it to play like that. But it's not. <laughs> I feel like it's a kid's version of like Dark Souls. Because it, it's that hard. Yeah, a lot and of then, the podcasts I listened yeah. to described it so as Dark Souls. Yeah, it it's nuts. So but I'm I'm I've been like chipping away at it. Um this past week so like um i'm almost done like i think i'm i'm getting ready to fight the the final boss but um i I really like it too i think it's gonna be one of my um i might call it early might be one of the best games of the (laughs) of the year um so i i I normally don't like 100 percent games like collect all the achievements and all that stuff but i i think i'm gonna do it for this game i like it that much about you bro uh well speaking of indie games there's this indie game mm-hmm. called elden ring i'm not sure if you've heard <laughs> indie <laughs> but yeah uh, like the rest of the world um i mean by now it's been out in the in the public eye like it's one of the best-selling games in recent mm-hmm. years the like the most best-selling game in the dark souls series pretty much that's all i've been doing outside of uh mm-hmm. watching stuff like on my lunch break because like i uh i used to watch stuff like just willy-nilly at home but whenever i'm mm-hmm. at home i just feel like knocking out some elden rings leveling up beating my head against the wall trying to beat the same <laughs> boss multiple times 
at this point I'm about like 96 hours in. Dang. Unfortunately, I sort of uh joined everyone else and found this um rune farming spot where you could just like kill the this big bird across the across the way to make him jump off the cliff and there's just the, these like droves of sleeping fish guys that you could kill for like easy runes to level up. I, I'm sort of selfish, but there's this like little bug in my game where there's like this mm-hmm. thing that won't let me equip more things called talismans. If they're not going to give this to me, because even though they patched it, it's still not patched in my game. I'm just like, I deserve this as I go to kill that big bird and <laughs> all these fish guys to over over level, even though I guess at a certain part where I'm at, no matter what your level is, you're going to mm-hmm. either get one hit or two hit. So mm-hmm. it's all about skill from them, but. That's what I've been playing, uh, dude, but that, that game is hard as hell. Dude. <laughs> I, I, I think I told you this like uh, a, a while ago. Like, I, I downloaded the game, played it for an hour, and never picked it up again because <laughs> it was so hard and super frustrating. I, I probably played a little more than an hour, but mm. I'll probably get back to it. Maybe after I finish Tunic, I don't know. Well, I'm because that Tunic already that like ninety six. <laughs> 96 oh my that's so long <laughs> i want to play tunic but uh isn't that like just xbox and pc steam maybe um, how about we get back to talking about k-pop shall we okay i, I know right <laughs> so uh every week we like to talk uh new releases and in this section we normally would highlight some of our favorite releases from the previous week since the last recording but since this is the first show in our podcast history uh how about we cover all of our favorites from the year so far of the year of 2022 will you do the honors of sharing some of our favorites this week yeah for sure um i'm just gonna shotgun through this list because it's low-key kind of long but not really but here it goes all right so first up it's kepler they debut with their single wa da da hopefully i'm pronouncing (laughs) that right you, um, you got you got to hit that with that wa da da wa da da is that, is that good? <laughs> that, that's how that's how they sing it. Wa da da. All right, cool. All right, next up is Girls on Top SM's girl group project. They debut with Step Back, awesome track. I love it, and Bo is in it, so that's super cool. Uh, Chayena, her solo debut. Congratulations to her. She debuts with Smiley. Promise Nine comes back with their song DM which has become my favorite Promise Nine song. Hey. Um, next up, Vivez re-debuts with Bop Bop. That's really good too, so go ahead and check it out if you haven't. Now, Taeyong comes back with I Envy You, and that comes with a super awesome album. Every track is really good, so if you haven't checked that out yet, please, 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 please do. I right. need to check next, that out. <laughs> dude, you haven't yet? Dude, come on. Uh, I got a big... It's really good. If you haven't seen my... Uh, my um. I have this playlist called um, to review playlist that I just like mm-hmm. stuff all like the new releases, even like stuff mm-hmm. that aren't on like my short of on like my radar. I just stuff them in there. I think mm-hmm. I'm at about like almost a thousand songs on that playlist oh to, to sort through, but <laughs> she's in there. Dude, that whole album's really good. Really uh, good. I'll, I'll get right. there someday. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up is Rob's favorite, A hey. Pink. They come back as a whole group. With Dilemma, I'm just going to put whole group with an asterisk. We'll probably get into that later. Oh, gosh. But next up is... <laughs> I'm sorry, Rob. <laughs> All, right. All right. Next up is Stacy. They come back with Run To You. Awesome. I love Stacy. I think they have 
very a huge potential to become top tier girl group. Um, but we'll probably get into that some some other time. Um, B2B comes back as a whole group with the song. I haven't seen that one yet or heard it yet, but I, I will check it out. And I know Listen to it. Rob loves B2B. So for him, for you, Rob, I'll, I'll check it out. Them to my boys. <laughs> All right. Next up comes N-Mix. They debut with their single O-O. That song has a lot of mixed feelings, <laughs> but uh, it... We'll, we'll we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> the parts but of they, it, it each of, each individual yeah. part grew on me, sort of. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just watching uh, their weekly idol, I'm sort of getting to know the members rather than just like judging them on the music video. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, they they got more stuff up their sleeve. All right, next up is weekly. They come back with Ben Para, and then Idol comes with. Tom comes back with Tomboy and congrats to them. Congrats to them with their perfect all kill. Good job. Hey. And then Red Velvet comes back as full squad with Film My Rhythm. That's what's up. It's a good song. Uh, oh My Girl comes back with Real Love. Big Bang, my favorite boy group, comes back with Still Life. I still listen to it every day and I still cry every time I hear it. Next up is Ive with a comeback of Love Dive. Awesome, awesome song. And recently, I was this was this this morning. Dreamcatcher yeah, comes this, out with is this song. morning for us. Yeah, I still have to check that one out. I, I don't really listen to Dreamcatcher all that much, but but I'll check it out. I'll they I've seen on my the break. thumbnails. <laughs> they they look great. I I like their their set dresses. Looks good. Mm-hmm. All right. So out of all of these songs, which one would you say is your your favorite? Uh, for me personally, there is a long list. My alt groups in there, mm-hmm. but I personally got to go with B two B with the song because it's sort of a monumental thing. All of their members are um back from the military, and it's this is this song is just a big uh a big tribute slash just like a big gift for the fans uh. Throughout the song, they sort of like reference a bunch of their like um, previous hits, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. it's just a really nice yeah. song. Like if you know B two B, this song is a is a is a ballad, which is what they're really known for in recent years. But it's mm-hmm. a really nice song, really nice tribute for the fans, and uh, it's really feel good times. How about you? What what song amongst this list uh, stood out to you? So it, it's very funny that you picked B2B the song because it kind of going kind of goes with my pick because it kind of goes with the same theme as your song, which is Big Bang's Still Life. Um, so I picked this as my favorite song, not only because um, they're they're my favorite boy group, but they this was a, a, a song that they came out with after a long hiatus. You know, they all went to the military and was supposed to come back, you know, shortly after they were all done, but they got hit with some controversies, some huge ones, um, which resulted in in a, a, me- a member change. Um, and then just that this being a ballad, and um, it was, it's really sad. Like you, you feel happy for them that they're back, and but then also at the same time, it the the. This song kind of feels like a goodbye, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, 
you know, we did our thing. I, you know, we, we had good times, but it's time for us to move on. Now, the hopeful side of me is thinking, oh, maybe this is goodbye to the old version of Big Bang. Now that they're back, they're much more mature. They're all adults. They all got their own things going on now. So hopefully we'll see a new side and more evolved side of, of, of Big Bang. That's what I'm hoping for. Because, um, like, I, I really like this group. I've been rocking with, rocking with them since um, the beginning. I, I, I wasn't with them since they, de- they debuted. I, I started listening to the Big Bang maybe uh, two years after. But, or, yeah, yeah, like around two years after they, they debuted. But um, they're kind of the reason why I got into K-pop. Um, and so to hear a song like this kind of is, is, is bittersweet. Mm. Um, but, but I listen to it every day. Um, and, you know, I, I'm glad that they're back, you know. And at least we got something um, from them post-military, post all the crap that they went through so uh, yeah i, I know how, i know how you feel with that controversy member switcheroo thing because b2b had the same thing recently mm-hmm. uh for me with big bang uh like i said like um most of the second generation uh flew past me because that's when i was mm-hmm. already like sort of like came off of that like f- initial k-pop hit I sort of like missed a lot of the Big Bang uh sort of time. Like I remember some of my um friends in in um in a club in mm. college like like oh we're going to watch Big Bang cuz they were like um coming out for a tour and it's like oh K-pop. Mm. But <laughs> little did I know, hey, here I am. <laughs> anyway, uh so with that, let's talk about the news, shall we? Uh, in the news yeah, segment, yeah, yeah. we'll share our picks for what happened in K-pop for the week. Hey, Ron, how about you start with your story of the week? All right, I'm gonna go go ahead and talk about my favorite group, Twice. They so they recently announced that they're gonna do an encore LA show um, next for next month, the weekend of um, May. I believe it's like May 14 and May 15. Um, they're gonna do two days, and they sold both of those days out. It's Ooh. crazy. Um, they're performing at Bank of California, I believe, Bank of California Stadium in um, Los Angeles, and um, it seats like around twenty-two thousand people. So, a lot for their concert venues, I believe. So, pretty, pretty huge for for Twice. Um, and honestly, like, um, it's pretty shocking that that they sold they uh sold that out not in a sense like oh i didn't believe that they can do it but in a sense that people really love twice and like you know it may it makes me happy that there are as many people that love twice as as much as i do and um this will be uh my second time no no this will be my third time seeing them because i saw them last time they were here um in California, and then I saw them during Twice Lights uh, in 2019. I'm 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 super happy I get to see them a third time. Um, and also, I'm gonna talk about this every day for the rest of my life <laughs> during sound check. Um, and I I told Rob this already, but um, during sound check I got noticed by Dahyun, and like nice. she was 
come in like on so I was like I was second I was in second row and she was walking towards like our side of the stage and then you know she's like waving at us and you know acknowledging everybody and then like I throw like a thumbs up and then she does a thumbs up back and like that made my day like I was like cool I can go home now I can die like (laughs) all of that like I'm cool and what's crazy is that she came back and then um I started like doing like thumbs up again like the but with both of my hands Mm -hmm. and then um she came back and was doing thumbs up again and she was kind of like playing around like with the the people on uh, my side of the crowd so it was it was super cool i got noticed twice by dahyun and yeah bro I, i'm like if i got hit by a truck tomorrow like i'd be cool <laughs> <laughs> or actually let's wait until i see them next month then i can get hit by a truck and i'll, I'll be cool like you is that I'll, your I'll bias no she's not my bias um Sana is my bias. Oh, imagine so if that I was, happened. <laughs> it, boy, I'm I'm gonna die like on the spot. Um, yeah, so I was kind of sad like um, that like Sana didn't come to our side of the um, stage. And a lot of the dance formations, she's on the opposite side uh, of the stage from where I was uh, standing or sitting. So this time, I planned it out. I'm going to sit on Sana's side of the stage. So hopefully I can get some acknowledgement this time. Well, hopefully so they didn't like favorite. switch things up or did, man, did new things. I, I hope not, man. That would be the worst luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's my story for the week. Um, it's big news for me and hopefully for um, other Twice fans. So hopefully we can uh, keep this momentum up for Twice. So if they come back, Let's have them sell out another show. And yeah. But what about you, Rob? What what story would you like to share this week? Yeah, so before I go with that, uh, I wish I was a big, as big of a Twice fan as you are. Um, when they were in town, uh, mm-hmm. closer to us, like I had tickets. Surprisingly, I think I pulled tickets faster than you and the guys. But yeah, um, yeah you did. With COVID being a big factor, I'm a little bit more uh, careful than most people that I was just like, "Mm, I don't want to risk it. Uh, My parents, if I transmit to them, that's not going to be good. But I ended up selling it for quite a sum that it's a win-win. Probably a bigger (laughs) fan got to go and I got to be safe. But that's my experience with Twice. But I, I mean, I did see them at uh, KCON before, so I, I do have that in the books. Even though it wasn't a whole concert, but since they're sort of headlining KCON, it sort of was a concert for them. But anyway, mm-hmm. for my story of the week, like you alluded to earlier, mm-hmm. Sunnown officially departs from girl group A Pink. Sad news, man. Yeah, on the morning of the eighth, I woke up. I saw that her name was trending on Twitter and I was like, oh no. And as I read like articles, yep, she's leaving after 11 years. With Nan, she was with the group for 10 years or officially under the same label for 10 years. Uh, but that dreaded, uh, well, they made it past the, se- the dreaded seven years together. Mm-hmm. And then That's usually right, yeah. 10 years is another pretty big milestone for like any group. She did one of these uh, 
re-signs with another label but chooses to still participate in A-Pink activities. So she mm-hmm. signed with YG Entertainment as an actress and model. She was able to shoot the latest comeback, uh, Dilemma, uh, which was um, in February uh, this year. Because of scheduling conflicts, uh, she wasn't able to promote on the shows, but she was able to be in the recording and all the jacket shoes and everything, but just wasn't able to be on the shows. So that was sort of a sign um with their anniversary coming up their 12th anniversary which is pretty sizable i'm not sure what girl groups or heck any k-pop groups could say that they're still 12th anniversary and so on um still pretty active as yeah. as a group even if a pink at this point is sort of like doing it probably on a once a year thing and they're still doing like individual activities but uh, coming up on the 19th is their 12th anniversary where um, they'll officially proceed as five members, including Chorong, Bomi, Unji, Namju, and Hayang. But I'm still supportive of them. Obviously, Nan needs to follow what she wants to do and not just be a girl group member for all her life. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. So what, what, what do you think so- about this? Yeah, so obviously really sad because um, I would say Naun was the, the face of the group, right? She she did a lot of um, variety show appearances. Um, so did um, Pomi. And, yeah, Pomi and Unji um, are usually the Unji. faces. So uh, I feel like that that's like a... Not to diminish any of the, the other members' like roles in the group, but I would say like with Naun leaving... Is, is like a huge chunk of the group that that's leaving because I, f- I feel like when um, and this is this is my personal opinion when you think of a pink you see you think of noun um, even though like I'm I'm saying this even though like Unji is my my favorite <laughs> uh, member but like when you look up a pink right it's usually noun's face as the thumbnail uh, of like her of their of a pink music videos right. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 really sad to see to see her go, but I mean it makes sense. She want you know she wants to move on. She can't be an idol her you know for her whole career. She want to move on, do different things. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but also it's um what's kind of sad too is like you know I I don't follow A Pink super closely, but I do like them a lot. Um, I've been listening to them also since like you know uh, the when they debuted. Um, when they had um, God, I can't remember her name now. Okay, yeah. So I've been listening to them for a long time, and um, yeah. It, but at the same time, it's like the the, the writing was kind of on the walls when she decided to resign with um, YG. Mm-hmm. Um, because at when I heard that she was signing with YG, then I was like, oh, this might be it for A Pink. Like usually when that happens. It's very hard to keep, you know, that member who's outside of the label to stay. And, um, and this is just pure spe- speculation. Like, I don't have any hard evidence for, of what I'm about to say. But, like, I want to say, like, usually it may or may not be that outside member. Let's, let's say nine. That, I, I don't want to say, like, so. It was all her control. To, yeah, yeah. Because I also, I want to say, like. YG had like a heavy hand in that, but like because usually with these, um, with these kind of contracts, it's like if they're outside of the group, 
It's like, how are they going to split the money, right? And then there's, you can argue, Nyon's the one, because she's the face of the group, she's the one that brings in the most money. So she deserves a bigger cut, right? And this is all pure speculation, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, like, I want to say, like, part of it, it's like, why you saying, though, yo, if you don't pay Nyon for this, this much, then you're not going to have her in the group. And probably, you know, a pink's label is like, all right, cool, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll continue with these, with the rest. But I don't know. That's just that's just my theory, my tin foil theory. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, obviously, uh, the ones who are in the know are the ones involved. Uh, yeah. Us as fans, we could only speculate because we'll never know the yeah. full side of the story. Oh, if you yeah. ever go in a comment section of any post regarding anything K-pop, you're gonna see mm-hmm. rampant speculation and fan wars. Mm-hmm. But on the face of the thing of of it, um, she probably just wanted to pursue other things outside of um outside of uh idols, and probably YG was one of her best options to achieve that thing. Whether it was modeling yeah. or she's, I think the thing that was holding her back from promotion was uh, she was in a drama. Us here at Lobby Rumble and Idol Rumble would like to wish her well on her new journey. She sets off, but in her hand penned letter to A Pink and the fans and the staff members, she did say that she was going to step back and try to be a panda. Um, as a role, as opposed to being an active member, so she'll still be there for the group, obviously. But we'll wish her best in her future endeavors. So now let's move on to the spotlight section. In the spotlight section, we try to shine a light on something in K-pop, whether it be an artist, song, album, TV show, or the like. What would you like to spotlight this week? So I want to talk about my boys again, Big Bang, with their comeback. Slash a farewell, which makes me sad. And just to, you know, I'll reiterate my point. This comeback is very bittersweet. Because as a fan, I love that they came back with an amazing song. A very heartfelt ballad. But also at the same time, I feel very sad that we may or may not get any more content from Big Bang. You know, um... It would be really, really nice to hear this song live with their, you know, rich vocals, but we may not. And that makes me (laughs) really sad. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am looking forward to the future with Big Bang. Um, I do believe they they still have a lot in the tank, even though they're, you know, they're getting up there in age, but I still feel like they're they're pretty useful. Um, And then, you know, they're, they're constantly... Um, they seem to be pretty active, uh, individually. Um, so G-Dragon, you know, he has his fashion line, Peace Minus One. And then every once in a while, he comes out with, you know, a shoe drop with Nike, which those shoes sell out instantly. Um, and then top, he has a, uh, apparently he has a wine called, uh, uh, T-Spot, I believe. I'm going to have to look that up. I I forget. (laughs) Um. So we we we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. You know, to be honest, um, 
I don't have high hopes for that wine because <laughs> usually with celebrity wines, they're not they're not all that great. But um, but we'll see. Like, um, like a Slurricane? You know, but Slurricane is kind of good, actually. Like, it's I not nothing fancy. I don't even remember it. And whatever but else good. <laughs> local came out. Yeah, E40 has some good stuff. <laughs> um, nothing to, like, write home about. But they're, they're decent. They're pretty good. But yeah, yeah, you know, Top has his wine. And, you know, he's always doing stuff in the art world. Um, if, if you keep your ear close to the, to the art stuff. I, I don't, but I only hear about it when Top does stuff. Wasn't he um, also... Uh, uh, in the news recently about like uh re-signing or yeah he um he ended his contract with yg and he signed somewhere else right now i i don't know what it is um i don't know where it is uh i might have to look that up but um he he has shown interest in uh putting out more music in the future um and he said something about like not wanting to promote in Korea, which kind of like threw everyone for a tizzy and caused a, a whole lot of talking on the internet. But who who knows what's going to come of that? Because the thing with Top is like, sometimes he'll just say stuff online, but like not really like mean it or like follow up with it, you know? Like he'll mention something and then you never hear him talk about it again. But who knows? This may be, this may be real. I don't, who knows? I mean, he signed to a different company, but... All I can say is we'll see. Um, let's see who else. So Daesung, he's he's been ever since he came back from the military, he's been um, under the radar. So uh, uh, we don't really know what he's up to. Um, he does have a YouTube channel um, called Dis- Display, and it's like a vlogging, like a mini vlog channel, and he'll upload drum covers every once in a while. Um, so if you follow that, that's how you can keep up with uh, Taesung. And then uh, Taeyang, you know, he's he's the dad, so he's doing dad stuff. But hopefully, we hear. Um, hopefully, we get some new music from him, man. Because uh, every time he drops an album, it's it's really good. And his last uh, solo album, God, I'm blanking on the name. It's like White Knight or White Flowers or <laughs> something like. That. I'm a bad fan, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have the physical CD in my office <laughs> i just can't remember the name of the uh the album but that that album was really good when it came out i was listening to it every day from from the first track to the last on repeat so hopefully we get something like that again mm-hmm. uh, from here man i love big bang hopefully we get some more stuff i'm hopeful i'm hopeful but at the same time i'm very very sad <laughs> <laughs> my friend who from from I'll say it now from the Filipino club in college, um, yeah, yeah. who who's who's sort of my unofficial kuya, because he found out that I also liked uh, K-pop. This is like well past college. This is already like mm-hmm. um, moved back home and working, and he's like, "Oh, I, I found all my old albums. You want them?" I was like, um, "Because the main one was that he had like a signed A Pink, uh, oh shoot, Secret Garden album, and yeah, then yeah. I'm not even sure if it's called Secret Garden, something Garden. I think it's Secret Garden." But yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, and then he just threw in like everything else. He also threw in like um, so because he was a big bit, he was a big Big Bang fan. So I have a couple mm-hmm. of those albums. Uh, he also had like these random like K drama DVDs. So I just have like a mm-hmm. bag of K pop <laughs> albums. I, I I put the A Pink stuff with the rest of my stuff, but the rest of them is just sitting in my closet somewhere. But my um, 
spotlight for the week is there's a little show called Queendom 2 out right now, but as a sort of pregame for people that want to sort of check out what this whole program is about is uh, Kingdom, which is the third program that they've released because so far it's been Queendom 1, otherwise known as Queendom. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, but they upped the ante and introduced uh, the concept of boys with Road to Kingdom. And because they thought it was going to be super duper big with a bunch of names that they said that it's sort of like a a buy-in show for the upcoming kingdom where a bunch of bigger names were going to be there, but it sort of didn't pan out, but I'm talking about kingdom now. So not roads kingdom. I'll probably mention road kingdom, but I'm talking about kingdom. There's a bunch of great performances out there. Um, if I ha- have to recommend any of them, it's pretty much almost anything that involved B2B and not just as a B2B fan, uh, mm-hmm. just because like a lot, they were, they were them. And, um, What's the YG group again? Um, Icon. Icon. Them and Icon were sort of the like um, veteran groups, but obviously B2B was sort of the like um, group to look up to because like, oh, they've been around for... Because they've been around almost as long as A-Pink at this point. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But pretty much like they opened up the show because usually in, these sh- in this show, um, one of the first challenges is sort of like doing like an intro song with your own song. And then they, one of my favorite songs by them, Beautiful Pain, they did a choir version. And they're also, oh, wow. this is also prior to um, um, three of their members being back from the military. So there's, or is it three of them gone? Two of them gone? Two of them were gone. So there are only four of them out of the six. And if there's not six of them total right now, then I'm a bad fan because I'm not looking it up at the t- at the moment. <laughs> but they had they only had like really two of their main uh, vocal line members that they had to turn uh, Minhyuk into mm-hmm. mostly a uh, vocal person to cover like some of the other parts. But mm-hmm. that that version, like um, mm-hmm. if you see the version where like um, they're panning to like the other the other group's reaction shots is just is such a great cover or not a great cover mm-hmm. but a great um remix of it because a choir version of a ballad song just makes it a lot more vocally intense that is just so so grand for even just an intro song mm-hmm. um another one that's a cool um one to recommend by them is uh their cover of Stray Kids Back Door they sort of turned it into a like rock oh. concert version. They like added like little subrooms to sort of be like um little green rooms for their stage and putting their vocal powers on this song just like transformed it. But the one big thing aside from the beautiful pain cover that I like to um sort of suggest to people to watch if they want something cool just k-pop in general is um their cover of iu's love poem with um with unkwang from b2b sungmin from stray kids and jungho from 80s they don't sort of like remix it like super much like it's still pretty much like a ballad but they kick it in uh closer to the end of the song because it is like a competition show that they had to like sort of like kick it up kick it up a notch where it's just like vocal like arguably the best vocals on the show are just like 
combining because like this was a thing where they pretty much intermingled group members between different groups to like sort of bring back points for their own respective groups if if they're a little subunits one everyone was looking at them like oh they're all they're all just uh vocalists and there's just three of them what are they gonna do like are they gonna perform or anything and then you'll see it when uh especially if you see like the live reactions just everyone's just like tearing up and stuff and it's crazy like because they also brought in a a, like a guest panel of um of like um junior groups like weekly (laughs) and uh i think mire was there and some other groups but it was a great performance but there are other um, performances by like stray kids and the boys that are really cool ats had like a big octopus tentacle like take over the stage at one point oh what the heck (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy, but um, because I remember speaking to you before about like these kind of shows, like uh, competition yeah. shows, that you're not super into them, like you, yeah. like like the produce one hundred ones and queendoms and stuff. But yeah, they're fun to an extent. Other than um, like um, I think queendom is an Mnet. Yeah, it's a it's a Mnet product, yeah. and you Mnet doesn't have a good track record in terms of uh competition shows with like scandals in the past and stuff with like oh, voting yeah. manipulation but just the way that they um sort of drum up drama just for the sake of like uh having storylines rather than having everyone just like be there to support each other is sort of like mm-hmm. like in the recent episode of queendom 2 like there's just like so much like fabricated drama that sort of like awkward at at a, at a um, thing because like on these kind of shows they always sort of present like a sort of um sort of like embarrassing way to reveal votes that like oh vote for who you think is weaker than you and vote for someone who's better than you and then they don't even keep it a secret they're like oh this group voted for this person and it just sort of like drums that that drama where in the first in episode zero of queendom 2 like you see everyone just like going around just being all shy around each other and like like <laughs> messing with each other and then in like the subsequent episodes just like drama 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 also if you want like more to go off of that like you don't have to watch the whole show you could mm-hmm. watch just the performances like the ones i said but yeah, yeah like um the thing that made me excited for kingdom was road to kingdom because mm. people were just going crazy. They're throwing together the most craziest performances ever. And um, the boys were the winners of that show, which brought them to this one. Sort of like mm-hmm. to sort of like, oh, we're bringing the best of the best. But because they couldn't get like a bunch of top name talents. Like I remember like 17 and even BTS was uh being floated around for being on the show. But that didn't pan out, especially with the with covid going around that yeah, yeah. yeah but the cool thing about roads kingdom was that it was an enclosed set that um that they got to like sort of like play with the camera more they got to like go around the room rather than being sort of like being filmed from an audience perspective but mm-hmm. the boys were just throwing on like banger after banger performances where it's like this one performance that they threw where they're on these cool little like jousting ramp thingies that what the just heck? like charged at each other and then they were like elevated to like the top that it's crazy like you can pretty much look up any the boys performances from roads of kingdom and you'll just be impressed but that's my spotlight for the week um 
how about we move on to recommendations? Uh, to end the show, we'd like to leave uh, our audience with a few recommendations that aren't necessarily around K-pop, as we tend to like several other things. Like at the beginning of the show, we talked a lot about video games, but for this week, what would you like to recommend? All right, so I am going to recommend uh, the game that I mentioned earlier, Tunic. It's an amazing game. Um, it's very ch- challenging, but then it, at the same time, it's very rewarding. Um, has, if you like Legend of Zelda um, and any kind of like dungeon crawling games, kind of like that. Not necessarily dungeon crawling games, but like adventure games and, and you know, games of that similar vein. I think you'll, you'll love Tunic. It, it is very challenging. It's very hard. It just, it's not to the point where you get frustrated and want to quit. It makes you want to keep trying, and and you'll have a lot you'll have a lot of fun along the way. Um, and they have this really, really cool um, way of doing this too. I guess it's it's very similar to to Dark Souls. Um, if you played it, and and I know you have Rob, uh, mm-hmm. where you know you kind of restart. Like if you die, you restart at your last checkpoint, and like you know you kind of have to do it over. Or if you decide to heal, it kind of brings back all the the monsters again so you have to like mm. fight your way through fight your way back up but the the design is very cute it's very um link's awakening remake it has that whole cell shaded feel the lighting is great i don't i don't know if you like appreciate <laughs> stuff like that because it's very minor but like it just it gives it gives the game some life if it if you kind of follow it <laughs> kind of get you know kind of understand what i'm saying because i get get what you're saying i get what you're putting down yeah yeah because uh just in my opinion um i feel like lighting is very important in you know you know in photography because you know i I, um i somewhat dabble in photography i feel like lighting is so important that if you can if you stink at composing shots if you have amazing lighting and exposure then that can like that can like cover, you know, <laughs> cover up your poor comp- compositions. Yeah, that's have, what I was. Have think. you ever seen like? I think it's mostly like uh, girl idols at music uh-huh. shows. Like if you ever see like their vlogs, they always like uh-huh. find the best like lighting spots. The They're lighting, always like yeah. on the <laughs> stairs, or they go to like the windows and find like the best angles to soften the lighting and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in the similar vein, I, I feel like lighting is very important in terms of. Video games, movies, photography, whatever. Um, but it, 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 I really do love this game. And like I mentioned earlier, uh, I feel like it's going to be probably like one of my picks for game of the year this for 2022. It what is on you, my Robert? list. I have go to go check it, that man. out. The only thing is I don't have Game Pass. If the family settings uh, are coming out um, soon and there's someone that I could quote unquote be a family with, on the, I'd be more inclined. But are you playing that on the Xbox or on PC Game Pass? I'm playing it through Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. On, on the Xbox. Um, oh, yeah. Did I tell you I, just, I got an Xbox recently? Like You maybe... did not tell me you got an Xbox recently. Uh, <laughs> I want to I say like two or three weeks ago, I got, I got an Xbox. I just got just got lucky. You don't have a PlayStation, do you? I do. <laughs> so I have oh, gosh. all the cons. I have this gen's con. all the generation's consoles now. I'm missing a Steam Deck, though. That's the only thing I... I hear good things. I hear good things. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if... I want to like slap windows on it so I can play like Valorant and uh, 
uh, league on there. Even though I don't really play those games, I just want the, <laughs> I just want the, the option. option. Yeah. From what I've been reading and watching on YouTube, it seems like it's more hassle than it's worth. Mm-hmm. So I might just stick with the, the Linux SteamOS or whatever. Uh, me personally, I'm still waiting to like just easily walk into a store and it's just right there. Hopefully that store is uh, the military base that we go to. Um, oh. for uh, that that no tax but yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's what i did with um the ps4 i think i waited until i think either the following uh holiday season to get mm-hmm. mine because it's just like right there but i don't yeah. remember ps4 being all that hard to get compared to this this um console yeah. cycle um i'm just waiting i, I don't think i'm in a big rush because especially i'm over here dabbling on my ps4 still with elden ring yeah and i mean it's like there aren't that many like things to get the things yeah yeah so if if you're cool with the ps4 then that that's cool like the only thing i would wait do you have a ps4 pro or just like a regular regular ps4 yeah because then the reason why i wanted the um the ps5 was for the 4k gaming Uh, Mm -hmm. because i just had the ps4 slim and i got that like late cycle um i just walked into a best buy like during black friday like the, like <laughs> towards the end of the day and there was like two playstation 4s left i was like oh okay it's cheap might as well. <laughs> um and like yeah i got like late cycle for ps4 i was mostly playing on pc at that time mm-hmm. but that's my rec you got what's your rec uh for me as you can see at the outline i was going to talk about yeah. the batman mm-hmm. but earlier today um I guess recently this uh, anime just dropped. My recommendation yeah. for the week is Spy Family. Oh, or maybe I heard it's about called that. Spy X Family. It might be a Hunter Hunter situation, but um, it's a new anime. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. the full details of like who's, what studios is producing it, mm-hmm. but I know today I sat down to lunch, mm-hmm. whip, whipped on uh, Crunchyroll and watched mm-hmm. that and. I'm very surprised at it because I was like, oh, it's going to be like a funny, funny, like family just like running around being spies. But like um, pretty much the backstory is, is that this guy, he's just like he's sort of like a Mission Impossible spy kind of guy mm-hmm. where he, he does like the whole um, latex face resembling technology. But his next mission is to sort of go undercover and to help with that cover, he has to have a family. And th- in this episode, um, he goes to uh, adopt a daughter who's, <laughs> who has a superpower of some sort that he he's not privy to, but um, sort of plays into the into the the spy aspect of because for somehow this girl that the foster home doesn't like um, mm-hmm. is trying to get rid of um, likes spies too for some reason. So she's like jazzed that because her power, she finds out that he he's a spy and she's like, oh, I want to do spy stuff because I love this show. But um, there's antics involved. Um, the animation is great for like a um, a week to week anime because sometimes awesome. animes, you, you know, like they usually yeah. drop like the big budget on like the big like turning point episodes or big like battle episodes but this one is like yeah, yeah. smooth animation character the character designs are really nice um 
it's surprisingly a little violent for what I thought I was getting into because it's like spies and gangsters and stuff and people guns and stuff. It's fun so far. I'm looking forward to to it because with a dad and daughter, there's got to be a mom somewhere, right? So that's to come. But that's my recommendation for the week. Spy Family. So let's wrap up the show with some um, promos. What do you have to promote this week? This week, I am promoting the Idol Rumble SNS or, you know, whatever words you guys want to use, social media accounts. Um, you can find us at, at Idol Rumble at pretty much all of them. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and I, I think that's it for now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, come follow us there. Uh, we'll update, you know, with news and stories. Um, that that we have going on so check nice. those out at nice. idol rumble and you can you, find Rob? me at roblo's pizza with the first o being a zero on all the social media platforms um you can find my work at lobbyrumble.com where i talk about all things pop culture this is a podcast spinning off from that website where we talk more about k-pop i like to write about anything i'm consuming whether it's tv movies stuff like that you can catch us at lobby rumble on all the social media platforms as well uh music's brought to you by kevin mcleod of incomtech.com and the song is laser groove we will catch you again next time on the idol rumble podcast goodbye bye